Well, good morning, everyone. My name is Brian, and today is Wednesday, August 16th, 2023, and this is episode 495 of the Lots Project Podcast, a daily look inside our journey to live outside the systems of control, and it's another Coffee with Brian. It's hump day, Wednesday edition of Coffee with Brian. How's everyone doing this morning? How's the first half of your week rounding out? Today's the midpoint. It's the tipping point. It's the get through it on your and you're on the way on the down slide. So hope everything is going well for oh, everyone. Good morning, Joe Blakely Acres. How we doing? Ah, another sip, man. This uh, it wasn't just that one French press of Silver Bullet that was good. This one's phenomenal too. Uh, sorry, something under my chair. Getting in the way. Um, uh, Pip says, good morning, humans. I am not listening with earbuds while forklifting. Uh, happy forklifting. Um, hey, you know, sometimes you got to you gotta do it. You got to do it. Just make sure you honk the horn excessively as you're coming to intersections and crossings. Uh, you don't need to hear them scream. They just need to hear your horn and get the fuck out of the way because... Uh, yeah, you're on a forklift, so there is that. There is that. Uh, what do we got to talk about today? I had another another interaction with um, another interaction with the local sheriff. Uh, it was it was it was what it was. It just irritates me uh, some of the some of some of the things going on that I observe around uh, around here with the sheriff. Uh, jumped up on the trailer, cleaned out the air, air conditioning unit. I'll tell you how that goes. And, um, also, uh, also cleared up or cleaned up the, cleaned up the Berkey filters, pulled them out, cleaned them up. I'll tell you how I did that. And, uh, man, it works amazing right after you clean it. And I think I need to get a new, uh, item of the day actually today, uh, heading down to do some stuff I will talk about a little later. And uh, probably going to pick up one of the item of the day today just to uh, save on the Berkey filters. So you might have a clue what that is, but we will talk about that soon. Pip says their screams are muffled by the sound of canceling earbuds. Um, I'm trying to think uh, real quick since uh, since we you talked about earbuds, what music would be the best for forklifting and uh, possibly covering up the muffled screams? Um uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what uh, what do you got? What are you listening to this morning, Pip? How is uh, how are the tunes? Oh wait, you're listening to me. <laughs> what were you listening to before the show? Ah oh, man, like I was saying, that silver bullet. It wasn't just the French press yesterday. Today again, just absolutely phenomenal. Uh, Brian knocked it out of the park with that one. We did it as a special blend, uh, limited edition blend for uh, silver sale that uh, you got a one ounce custom silver coin. You got all six blends. Well, at the time it was five blends of uh, of coffee. So five pounds of coffee. We have five distinct blends that we have between the Lots Project and the dogs. Each have one of their own blends. But uh, I wanted to do six, six pounds in an ounce sounds way better than five pounds in an ounce. Maybe not that much better, but when you, um, when you, uh, 
when you come from Minnesota, when you come from the north, you come from uh, around Mighty Taco. Oh, no, Mighty Taco was in Western New York. I talk, Taco John's, excuse me, was where they had the six-pack and the pound, and it just got stuck in my head. And so the six and six and what, six and one, six and one uh, was in my head and couldn't get it out. So I was like, hey, I need a new blend. Brian went to bat and made uh, absolute phenomenal. Uh, he had some specialty beans in and... Uh, man it just it knocks it out of the park the visual on it it is both a light and a, uh, a dark and a light roast you get those dark beans and the light beans in the bag together uh, a little oilier a little shinier on the dark beans it looks great in the bag you throw it in the grinder you grind it up it smells phenomenal and then man you taste it holy crap there is a reason this is is a premium limited edition um, blend and uh yeah you can get some i would you can order some of this. You can get to his site and order some of this and try some of it. Uh, you might It might be one of those uh, sweet sorrow things. I'm not sure how much he actually has, how much he actually can produce, or if he'll be doing it more in the future if he, if he uh, goes through the beans he has. But uh, if you can get some, I would highly, highly recommend trying a pound. So anyway, Silver Bullet Blend there uh, from Food Forest Farms. Check it out. You can get a discount with Lots 5. Always there. Anything on their site, Lots 5. So check it out. Uh, we're five minutes in. Let's get to that perfect cup question of the day. Then we'll hit history and then get to uh, the topics for the day. All right, it's time for the 143rd edition of The Perfect Cup, a daily question and my thoughts. Join the discussion in my Telegram channel at t.me slash lots feed. That's t.me slash lots feed. Find the question posted there every day. Leave a reply with your answer. I will circle around the next morning, grab the answers and, uh, and bring them to you on the show. I've also posted on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, LinkedIn and Noster, and if you can find it there and leave a reply, there's a good chance I will get the get the message. But a lot of times I miss that notification. So if you leave them on socials and you don't hear it on the show, don't be upset. There's one sure way to get your answer included is at that Telegram channel at t.me/lotsfeed. Question of the day today is, what is one challenge or problem that you're facing right now, and how are you coping with it? The problem I'm facing right now is my coffee cup's empty and I need to fill it. That's how I'm going to cope with it. Uh, again, the question is, what is one challenge or problem that you're facing right now, and how are you coping with it? So I will go first. I will go first as uh, as usual for the last uh, little bit here since Corey, uh, Corey made me realize that I wasn't answering my own question every day. But I think right now, um, one of the challenges I'm facing is dialing in the podcast and the social medias, dialing in my day to day and um, really increasing cash flow with it. Um, really, I... I figured out I've kind of figured it out over 500 episodes I've uh, muddled my way through it I've learned um, the podcast side I'm learning the website side I'm learning the social media side now it's time to really laser focus dial in and and really dive into the monetization the cash flow and that that's my uh, that's my current challenge and struggle and uh, how I'm coping with it is 
I try to I try to learn a little bit every day. I try to improve everything a little bit every day. I think uh, Tim Tim Cook uh, puts it to me usually is one uh, percent man, one percent a day. Just get one percent better a day. And I try. I I try. Some days I I accomplish it. Some days I fail miserably. But I'm trying. And uh, every evening, trying to uh, do a little research on one different type of topic on uh, on making things grow. So that's my struggle, and that's where I am. Uh, that's where I am focusing. That's my challenge, and I will hopefully overcome it here soon. Um, uh, Micah weighed in. Let's see uh, who else weighed in over there on Telegram. That's the only messages I grabbed this morning because there were plenty there. Uh, Micah says, I'm stuck at it. I'm, I suck at time management. So I'm building in more efficiency into regular chores. Uh, I am using those extra minutes to find, learn about, download, and figure out how to use software that will make things quicker and easier for accounting backing up documents, writing and editing, translating, etc. This includes things like backup VPNs, backup browsers, backup hardware, etc. So I'm not wasting time if one of those things does not work. Yeah, uh, man, on the farm, especially on the farm with full-time plus job, Corey had full-time job, uh, we... we um, definitely had to streamline things. Time management was extremely, extremely important. And, um, but luckily, luckily, I, I feel that I'm, I'm decent at um, streamlining things, making things as, as efficient as possible, uh, realizing where the time sucks are in a process and uh, making it better. Uh, if I could do that in my day-to-day -day life, in my hour-to-hour -hour life, it'd be fantastic. But when I'm looking at a process, when I'm looking at a set of instructions or uh, things you're doing, uh, I, I'm pretty good at, uh, at visualizing what would save the most time and how to make it happen. So I get you, man. That is, that is one skill that I, I was thankfully um, prepared for on the farm, but definitely, a, uh, definitely an issue to deal with. Uh, Kyle weighed in and said, our biggest challenge is just adjusting to an agricultural business, trying to figure out how to be successful and keep it going. We're just diving in headfirst and asking questions and learning from everyone who's willing to talk to me about it. Welcome to the club, man. Um, and not necessarily ag agricultural business, but the same thing and just diving in and figuring it out. Gotcha, man. It's uh, it is it is what it is. Uh, you can analyze and you can learn all you want. And until you do it, you're not doing anything. So learn along the way. If you can, if you can float, if you can float until you can swim, man, you're, uh, you're golden. If you can just avoid drowning and uh, you got a lot of people here trying to, to help you along and uh, make it so you don't drown. So you'll get there, man. You'll get there for sure. James says divorce. <laughs> Okay, here one, two, three. You guys, uh, you guys have just been looking at uh, at my life and and going at uh, all my old problems, I guess. Divorce, dealing with it by uh, paying lawyers lots of money. <laughs> what you got, man? That's uh, until it's over. It is. It is what it is, and um, it, it, you just gotta go. You gotta roll with it. Uh, the biggest thing I learned with the divorce was you you have zero control. Un unless you're controlling what you're doing you can't control what the court does you can't control what your ex does you can't control what, well you can control what your kids do while they're with you 
but um yeah it's 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 tough it's an infuriating process too and uh when the when the cards get stacked against you and things of that nature yeah just hold on man you'll be all right it's over when it's over chris uh chris dixon weighed in and said for the past past few months it's been focus and discipline been trying to cope with it by doing things one bite at a time and i try to push myself to take more bites i hear you chris i hear you thanks and that's uh that's a great great advice on how to deal with that and how to be more uh, focused and disciplined is a little bit at a time a little bit plus a little bit one percent better every day man Scrambling says it's a bit challenging having a dog go paralyzed. It's slowing down. It's slowing down the amount of physical work as he need needed to be sat with, but gave me time to think and do some adjusting. Uh, sometimes that happens when you need it most. Uh, I hate to see Scrappy suffering and uh, not being able to play and run around and things. But uh, luckily, if you follow Brian's stuff, uh, it looks like red light therapy and uh, some uh, cannabis cream has uh, helped Scrappy immensely, and he's on the mend. Uh, hey, man, sometimes you got to sit around and think and uh, do some adjusting and refocus. So there you go. Uh, well wishes to Scrappy for sure. And Pip, Pip weighs in and says, I still don't see it as a problem, but I'll share with the group. I still can't stand being around people. Weird. <laughs> Welcome to the club. I still... Uh, all the small talk or chatting about whatever topic is amongst the mouth breathers. I scratch my head and wonder why. There's work to be done, and most of the time, the chatters are blocking others from getting the real work done. Coping, I ignore them or tell them I don't care about whatever they're doing or whatever they're talking about, and usually wind up in a small rant about all the stuff that should be done instead of wasting oxygen on some tickety-tockety video that sucks your time away. I walked into work with piles of parts everywhere. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Um, dude, you really need to stop being disappointed in other people because you will never stop being disappointed. Find your one or two. Find your handful of people that you know will not disappoint you. And if they do, it's not on purpose. So really, is it disappointing you? They just failed um to to achieve something uh, if you look at it like that and uh roll with it because general population will disappoint you every day you have higher standards than the normal person so yeah figure that one out uh pip also threw in the comments here this morning said i'm not paying anywhere near enough attention to duction cups uh being sucked away by the warehouse um they got you on salary man because at some points, I just realized in my life when I was trying to build something outside of my day job that it was a day job. And uh, I just stopped saying I would stay late and coming in extra. And um, I think my last job here was, man, if it's eight hours and three minutes, I've been there too long. Uh, Corey weighed in this morning and uh, said that uh, the, the biggest issue she's dealing with right now. Um, challenge or problem is trying to find enough energy to do things after work. Uh, she is in the midst of training someone, being trained herself, and also doing her job, part of her other job, and all sorts of other stuff. So hats off to you, baby. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. And uh, it will be soon. You will, you will uh, get to where you are back to cruising through the day 
and uh, and getting to the end of the day and being full of spit and vinegar. Uh, right now, she gets done and she's pretty tired, and it's, it's understandable. And there is definitely a reason why. So I appreciate you going through that, babe. And um, soon, soon, and uh, we'll go from there. Anyway, that is all the answers I've had. We can wrap it up now. Uh, the question again was, what is one challenge or problem that you're facing right now and how do you cope with it? It was amazing that you all uh, you all threw out problems that uh, I had, except scrambling there, uh, having to sit with the dog. Most of the other ones were uh, pretty in line with stuff I've just kind of wandered through or currently going through myself. I appreciate you weighing in. If you want to find the perfect cup question for tomorrow, if you didn't get a chance to weigh in, definitely head over to t.me slash lots feed. Yeah, that you just throw that in your browser. That's uh, that is a website. It's not some scary uh, dark web thing or anything. It's just a telegram. Telegram is a communication app, text messaging and group app. You just type into your web browser t.me slash lots feed, hit enter, and it will help you out. I appreciate you listening. And now back to the main show. Alrighty, already, already. What do we, uh, what do we got over? Good morning, Rachel. How we doing? Um, you can show up late. You can show up whenever you want any day. She says she's late to the party again. Uh, the party doesn't really get started till about five minutes in. So Oh, looks like you came in at 6.09. So I guess you were a little late to the party. You missed all the, the, the warm-up party, I guess. Oh, uh, so perfect cup. I am um, I'm contemplating. Everything is on the table right now. Uh, coming up on episode 500, I talked about it in the perfect cup. I'm really trying to dial in the podcast, adjust things, uh, and figure out how to make everything better. So everything is on the table. Everything is on the table to stay or go or change. Uh, what do you guys think of the question? I'm, I'm coming up on 150 questions. Uh, I'm digging up better lists and different lists for different questions. Uh, it's 150 questions, guys. I feel as though it's starting to possibly circle back on itself and uh, hit some questions multiple times. Uh, maybe I can find a wealth of uh, a wealth of more questions. Uh, it's not the individual questions. I know people have submitted questions. I have I have them here and there on a list. But it's five a week every week. I don't know. I don't know. It's uh, it's something that um, it's something I don't know. I don't know if it's if it's going to stay or go. But uh, we will see. We will see 140 some episode uh, questions here that we've gone through. And that's uh, one of the decisions coming up. So anyway, let's move on to that history segment brought to you by Pip over there who doesn't spend enough time with duction cups. Uh, hey, Pip, go spend some time, make some duction cups, make them up and uh, let me sell them. So anyway, let's uh, get to that history segment for August 16th, 2023. All right, lots of history for August 16th, 2023. Here we go, brought to you by Pip from Duction Cups. Head on over to ductioncups.com slash lots and check out what they have. Lots of stuff to get your ducks stuck. Here we go, August 16th. Willow 
Hello, humans, and welcome back to another segment of Lots of History. May your day be filled with 24 hours and your coffee not spill. Yeah, that's a vague intro, but it'll work. There's a salad bowl to tend to. Anyway, I think Pip had the salad bowl after the intro. But anyway, August 1777, American Revolutionary War. The Americans led by General John Stark rout British and Brunswick troops under Frederick Baum at the Battle of Bennington in Walloomsmack, New York. Uh, this was a major victory for the British in the Southern Theater of the American Revolutionary War. On August 16th, 1780, British forces under Lieutenant General Charles Lord Cornwallis routed the numerically superior American forces led by Major General Horatio Gates about four miles north of Camden, South Carolina, thus strengthening the British hold on Carolina's focus. Pip, Pip, <laughs> you're talking about two different battles there, my bud. Um, <laughs> August 16th, 1858, U.S. President James Buchanan inaugurated the new uh, transatlantic telegraph cable by exchanging greetings with Queen Victoria of the United Kingdom. However, a weak signal forces a shutdown of the service in a few weeks. Pips notes, did they get a lag on the telephone line? Oh, yeah. August 16th, 1920, U.S. baseball player Ray Chapman of the Cleveland Indians is hit on the head by a fastball thrown by Carl Mays of the New York Yankees. Next day, Chapman will become the second player to die from injuries sustained in a Major League Baseball game. Chapman's death and sanitary concerns also led to the ban of spitballs after the 1929 season. <laughs> Chapman's death was also one of the examples cited to justify the wearing of batting helmets. However, it took over 30 years to adopt the rule that required their use. Oh, I'm still hung up over here on this um, sanitary concerns led to the ban of spitballs. <laughs> This is fantastic. And how weird that this is the second dude that died from baseball. <laughs> oh, good morning, K Bonk. How are we doing? Uh, this day, August 16th, 1933, Christy Pitt's riot takes place in Toronto, Ontario. The riot occurred in the midst of the Great Depression and six months after Adolf Hitler took power in Germany. The Toronto papers, including the Toronto Telegram and the Toronto Daily Star, as well as the Yiddish journal Der Yiddscher Journal, uh, reported on how Jews were being dismissed from the professions in Germany, including lawyers, professors, and teachers, as well as incidents of violence against them. Thus, to Jews, the swastika represented degradation and physical violence against the Jews and was inflammatory. Paul. Huh. August 16, 1954, the first issue of Sports Illustrated is published. Founded by Stuart Scheffel, it was the first magazine with circulation over one million to win the National Magazine Award for General Excellence twice. Pips notes, the swimsuit issue has been published since 1964. The rest are just details and sports ball stuff. Dude, have you looked at the swimsuit issue lately? Just an idea. August 16, 1960, Joseph Kittinger parachutes from a balloon over New York, New Mexico, the United States at 102,800 feet, setting three records that held until 2012, high altitude jump, free fall, and highest speed by a human without an aircraft. An officer in the United States Air Force 
who served from 1950 to 1978 and earned command pilot status before retiring with the rank of colonel. He held the world record for the highest skydive, 102,800 8, 102, feet from 1960 until 2012. This dude also helped out in the Red Bull space jump a few years ago. Well, I, I believe he would be one of the people that had experience. Uh, happy birthdays. Who was born today on August 16th? August 16th, 1892, Otto Mesmer, American cartoonist and animator, co-created Felix the Cat. The extent of Mesmer's role in the creation and popularity of Felix is a matter of ongoing dispute, particularly as he only laid his claim to the character after the death of Sullivan, who until the time had received the credit. Dude dies and he says, well, I helped him. <laughs> really? He's not here to defend himself. Excuse me. This day, uh, August 16th, 1910, Glory, Gloria Blondell, American actress, a stage film and television actress who was the younger sister of actress Joan Blondell. Gloria Blondell said that she first went on stage when she was nine months old and she described as a trooper at three years of age. Her family comprised a vaudeville troupe, the Bouncing Blondells, whose members were her parents, her sister, and her brother. Nine, August 16th, 1955, Jeff Perry, American actor. He is known in his role as Richard Katimsky on the teen drama My So-Called Life, uh, Thatcher Gray on the medical drama series Gray's Anatomy, Cyrus Bean on the political drama series Scandal, all for ABC, and Inspector Harvey Leak on the CBS crime drama Nash Bridges. He currently stars on the ABC drama Alaska Daily alongside Hilary Swank. I have heard of a few of those, I guess. Uh, I was going to say I haven't heard of any of them, but I guess I've heard of heard of them. I don't think the only one I've ever watched was uh, Grey's Anatomy. Because of my ex-wife. <laughs> Oh, August 16th, 1958, Madonna, American singer, songwriter, producer, and actress, and director. Madonna has been widely recognized for her continual reinvention and versatility in music production, songwriting, and visual, present <laughs> visual presentation. Uh, she has pushed the boundaries of artistic expression in mainstream music while continuing to maintain control over every aspect of her career. Madonna just finds new ways to shock people, and mm, her music is meh. Who died today? Who kicked off today? Let's see. August 16th was the last day that Babe Ruth was alive. 1948, baseball player and coach. Most of the boys at St. Mary's played baseball in organized leagues at different levels of proficiency. Ruth later estimated that he played 200 games a year as they steadily climbed the ladder of success. Although he played all positions at one time or another, he gained stardom as a pitcher. According to brother Matthias, Ruth According to brother Matthias, Ruth was standing on one side laughing at the bumbling pitching efforts of fellow students and Matthias told him to go in and see if he could do it better. Ruth had become the best pitcher at St. Mary's and when he was 18 in 1913, he was allowed to leave the premises to play weekend games on teams that were drawn from the community. He was mentioned in several newspaper articles for both his pitching prowess and ability to hit long home runs. Oh man, Babe Ruth was uh, something else and uh, 
the locker room and the bench uh, activities were even better, even better. The stories of that. Uh, who else died today, August 16th? Oh, Elvis Presley, that guy. 1977, Elvis Presley, American singer, guitarist, and actor. Presley played guitar, bass, and piano. He received his first guitar when he was just 11 years old. He could not read or write music and had no formal lessons and played everything by ear. Presley often played an instrument on his recordings and produced his own music. A lot of the times that's kind of how it rolls is uh, the people that don't know how to play the instruments play the best, uh, the people playing by ear and learning by ear, just in my experience. Uh, 1989, Amanda Blake, American actress, an American actress best known for a role in uh, a role of the red-haired saloon proprietress Miss Kitty Russell on the Western television series Gunsmoke. Along with her fourth husband, Frank Gilbert, she ran one of the first successful programs for breeding cheetahs in captivity. What? <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> August 16, 2002, Jeff Corey, American actor, American stage and screen actor who became well-respected acting uh, a well-respected acting teacher after being blacklisted in 1950s. Corey's career was over in the early 50s when he was summoned before the House Un-American Activities Committee. He refused to give names of alleged communists and subversives in the entertainment industry and went so far as to ridicule the panel by offering critiques of the testimony of the previous witnesses. That led to his being blacklisted for 12 years. Dude didn't want to rat out his buddies. Uh, and in 2008, um, Masana Bu Fukunoka, Japanese farmer and author, the Japanese farmer and philosopher celebrated for his natural farming. I know I can't say his name right. I know exactly who he is. Uh, farming and revegetation of desert, desert, desertified, desertified, desertified when it becomes a desert uh, lands. He was a proponent of no-till herbicide and pesticide-free cultivation methods from which he created a particular method of agriculture commonly referred to as natural farming or do-nothing farming. Pips knows the book, One Straw Revolution, Good Stuff. Yes, yes. Um, August 16th, 2018, Aretha Franklin. Elvis Presley and Aretha Franklin died on the same day. Interesting. A uh, singer-songwriter, an American singer-songwriter and pianist referred to as the Queen of Soul. Rolling Stone twice named her as the greatest singer of time. Debatable, but uh, I can see it. Holidays today. Um, we got uh, Restoration Day in the Dominican Republic. First day of Independence Day celebrates the independence of Gabon from France in 1960. Uh, and National Airborne Day in the United States, a day designed by the United States Congress to honor the nation's airborne forces of the armed forces. It was created in 2002 by George W. Bush and a couple of Japanese holidays that I'm not even going to attempt. This concludes today's Lots of History. And now back to your regularly scheduled Brian. May the day be okay-ish and camel up humans and go get shit done. Pip saying cheers and more words and stuff. Thanks, Pip, for preparing the history segment today. Lots of interesting musical deaths on this day, August 16th. Hmm, I wonder what was going on. Anyway, that's been another episode of Lots of History. If you enjoyed Lots of History, check out all the notes and links to further stories over at thelotsproject.com. You can find it at the bottom of today's blog post for the podcast episode. 
I appreciate Pip putting it together. And if you do too, you should head on over to ductioncups.com slash lots. Got another episode. Now back to the main show. Uh, let's see. Rachel says I was actually able to sleep in. Awesome. Don't you love that? Don't you love those days where you're like, oh, I can just sleep in. I mean, I have those days where I'm like, I should get up and do some shit. But I Saturdays and Sundays, there's no show. Monday through Friday, uh, there is, there's, I have to get up. I have to get up. If I want to continue to do the show, if I want to be consistent and release it and do it at the same time every day, I got to get up. Saturday and Sunday, not so much. But I have a ton of stuff I could do. Is sleeping in really the best thing, most effective thing for me? Sometimes it is. And sometimes I say, screw it, we're doing it. And Corey says, yeah, I am sleeping in too, as long as the dogs will let us. And that is the key. We can decide all we want. But at 5.15, when the, uh, when the light comes up and the dogs are ready to get up because they're routine, a lot of times there's no choice. A lot of times on Saturday and Sunday, Corey and I are sitting here at 6 o'clock going, what are we doing up? What are we doing up? Because the dogs decided they had to get up. There are those rare occasions where Corey and I both agree, we don't have to get up. We don't have to set alarms. We don't have to do anything like that. And lo and behold, whether it's cloudy outside, we have the shades shut perfectly or what, um, it's, we wake up and it's 7, 7.30, And we're like, oh my God, this is fantastic. We get those accidental sleep-ins when, uh, when the dogs decide that they'll let us. So there we go. Um, <sighs> Pips. <laughs> Pip says the way the world seems I don't think I'd want to check out that edition talking about the swimsuit edition yeah roll back I think um, I would think I would have to say probably the last three to five years I can't remember when they made the big uh, gear shift into reverse uh, K-Bog says is the duck sighting uh, more of my awareness or is the movement growing things that make you go home duck sighting like uh, this duck are you watching on live? Uh, are you curious about the, the duction cup bobblehead? The bobble duck? Oh, Corey just got, uh, Corey got sabotaged. One of the dogs left a toy right where she has to step to get off her chair. So when she stepped up, it squeaked. They do that often around here. They leave their stuff right in the walking path. So it scares the living shit out of you when you step on it. And it just lets out a huge squeak. But anyway... Let's uh let's uh give me 2 seconds I will be right back. Oh, sorry. Anyway, let's get to what uh what I was thinking about talking about today uh yesterday Yesterday, I ended up having a interaction with the local sheriff. Uh, this is the same gentleman I see around here all the time. He he drives past our, I think it's a big loop. Um, well, I know it's a big loop that if you uh, 
if you drive down. So if I go out of here and I go to go like to the post office or the gas station, I just go out of here and I take a ride on this main road. I go down, everything's straight into town. Um, if you go through town and come around out the other way, uh, I can come in from the other side of where we stay. So um, the uh, so when you want to go, so I could make a I could make a complete loop and just go in circles. So as we sit here, we face the road. Corey, Corey, if you haven't told by or haven't been able to tell from the whole armadillo thing or uh, naming all the neighbors' dogs and knowing everything going on, she she observes um, the the surroundings, which is great. I mean, I I pick on her a little bit about it, but uh, man, she knows what's going on. She knows who's coming and going and all of this. Well, there isn't enough traffic on this street that you don't notice the cars when they go by, like man some days it's every couple minutes some days it's every 20 minutes but you notice when the car drives by one you hear it we're in a camper it's like open so i think the cop does loops i think he drives around in circles and it seems like a, a set amount of time uh i we haven't haven't gone as far to uh just to time him yet but uh the timing seems about right uh, he just he'll go three or four loops around and I think then he finds something to do, gets a call or pulls somebody over, whatever. Anyway, this is the same guy that we ran to in the Mexican restaurant the, uh, the one night where he came in when he was just looking for somebody. Really aggressive looking for someone um, and didn't seem to find him. So he walked out empty handed and then was just kind of hanging out outside. Um, yeah. So yesterday going to town, going to the gas station, driving down the road. And um, man, if you have ever seen our truck, if you've ever watched our videos, it's our truck. Our truck is pretty distinguishable. Our truck is, um, all right, man, uh, Pip taking off. Have a good day, man. Uh, have fun unloading that truck. Hmm. Um, anyway, our truck is pretty recognizable. We've been here for a couple months now. Uh, you can see our truck. It's got a mismatched topper. It's an old F-250. Doesn't look new. Like, it sticks out. So I've seen this guy many, many times. Uh, yesterday, I was driving into town. He's coming at me uh, on the road, and I see him turn around behind me. Whatever. I don't care. I'm not doing anything wrong. Uh, just rolling. I drive the speed limit. I probably drive a little under the speed limit. And so I'm rolling in town, I'm rolling in, I, he comes up behind me, gets up on my ass, and I know he's trying to check my plates and this and that. And so we drive through town, I pull into the gas station, and he pulls in behind me and like blocks, like pulls in perpendicular to me, behind me, and uh, blocks me coming out. I jump out of the truck and I'm like, can I help you with something? Um... He's like, oh, your uh, backup camera is covering the state on your license plate. I couldn't run it to make sure it was valid. I'm like, what? Why are you running my license plate? Was I doing something wrong? I said, is it uh, is it illegal? Do I need to get that? Uh, do I need to get that um, backup camera moved up so you can see the state? South Dakota. He's like, oh, I can see that now. And I looked down a little bit when I was driving. I couldn't see it while I was trying to run your plate. I was like, well, is it is it illegal? Do I need to get it changed? He goes, well, not if you're not doing anything wrong. I was like, well, why? 
well, he's like, I didn't recognize your plate. We don't see many of those around here. And I'm just confused. I'm confused. I just, I feel like he's doing a lot of um, really poking around the whole area, just looking for something. Like he's bored. Is that really, is that really what they should be paying him to do? Is just poke around and look, look for things. It, 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 it irritates me. That's how, that's how shit goes down. That's how shit goes down. And it got me thinking, like, was I a little over critical when he came into the restaurant looking for somebody? Like, it was obvious that he was looking for... It wasn't looking for a buddy to have dinner with. Let's just put it that way. He was he was searching for someone. Um, and I, I really started contemplating it last night and wondering, like, do I, do I really have a problem with that? Or do is it just that I don't like cops in general? Um, that I think they they uh, enforce unjust laws and then the whole deal, the whole deal. But I was really contemplating with myself um, is, am I actually upset? Am I actually upset that he was searching in the in the restaurant? And I am, I am, because K Bong says in the comments, shit can go sideways that way fast the dude's coming in looking for someone you can tell that he was he had an aggressive stance he was he was searching for someone my scenario goes to what if dude's in there the restaurant was packed with people why aren't you waiting to apprehend someone to find someone when they're alone when they're leaving the restaurant full of people because when people get scared, when people feel trapped, that whole fight or flight, well, maybe he doesn't run out the back door. Maybe he says, fuck you, copper, and uh, goes old school, like, movie, black and white movie, and shoot him out. Like, I don't need to be in the middle of that fucking restaurant when that happens. For what? What were you looking for him for? He obviously wasn't, at the moment hurting anyone, causing any problems. He wasn't even there, from what I could tell, unless he was in the back, in the kitchen. So what was the point? Were you going to apprehend him there in front of all the people? I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, interaction with him yesterday, kind of, um, I was just like, dude, what am I doing wrong? Why, why did you take the time to turn around on the road, follow me, because you couldn't tell what license plate I had? Really? Okay. Whatever. Whatever, man. Just more reason for me to think it's a bunch of bullshit. Bunch of road pirates. Whatever. Just mind my business and, and keep going along and, and be polite when, uh, when I interact. Anyway, I got to have that lovely interaction yesterday afternoon. Before that, I uh, <laughs> K Bong says, "Don't question the law." Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, yeah. Hmm. Well, <laughs> that just—it was just a blip in the day. I—I I, I really, really since I've—I—I 
I'm trying to not let it bother me as much. And it was funny. It was funny. I got home and I was telling Corey about it. And she's like, I can't really, I didn't realize how much it bothered me when he came in the restaurant. <laughs> and I just kind of giggled because the whole interaction after the whole interaction, the whole drive home. And then until I was talking to her, she was kind of finishing up work and stuff. So I had some time to kind of spin on this in my head. Uh, that was the whole thing that I went back to was, man, am I really upset about him coming into that restaurant looking for someone? Maybe he was looking for somebody to eat dinner with, but it didn't come off like that to me or Corey. He was really, really eyeballing a lot of people and had very aggressive stance. So, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was the other part. All the all the employees in the restaurant started whistling. <laughs> So I'm pretty sure they knew he was there looking for someone too. Oh man. <laughs> oh man. Shit. Let's see. K Bong says at Food Forest Farms. Brian, are you up this early? You forgot you gotta log into your other account to comment and let me see it. But anyway, are you out there this morning? Uh let's see. What else do I have on the list? Uh, before I went and uh, and got harassed by the police, I <laughs> I um, I did some work on the air conditioner. Uh, so I am troubleshooting through several different things. I think it's several different things wrong with the air conditioner. So one was the generator issue we ran into on the trip. <laughs> K-Bong says, do the locals like him? First signal. Uh, well, I don't know if it necessarily was all the locals. It was the 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 uh, Mexican restaurant employees and owner that uh, I think they were signaling to the kitchen. Let's just put it that way. I don't know if it was a like or a, a survival mechanism. Um, so one of the issues was on our trip. Um, the air conditioner started bogging out the generator, kicking it off. Uh, not enough, not enough juice ramp up and then uh, choke out on me, kill the power, kill the compressor in the air conditioner and then come back on run fine because the compressor wasn't working. And that's the huge, huge amp draw I have in the trailer when we're on generator. So I was thinking something was wrong with the air conditioner. Uh, it's kind of, poking around here and there, doing things, uh, checking things out, troubleshooting, and realize that it, um, it's also having issues freezing up. It's also having issues getting to temp in the camper, the thermostat kicking off, and then shit goes sideways. Like, it doesn't come back on. It'll blow warm air. It will just completely stop. Like, there's all sorts of different symptoms. And it's always happening in the middle of the night when the temperature drops off and uh, things of that nature. So I have multiple problems that I'm kind of waiting my way through. I pulled pulled an amp draw on the air conditioner the other day when we were using it before I did anything. Uh, and so I have that status. I have the, the power consumption at the moment that it was working. Uh, on shore power, but not uh, not on the generator. When I saw the amp draw that it was pulling, it was normal, but it really clicked something in my head that I went, oh shit, I forgot we were that close. I forgot we were that close to the capacity of the generator. I remembered um, 
that we added in something significant recently uh, that uh, we didn't have the last time we ran the generator for the air conditioner. We added Starlink and it's a significant it's a significant draw. It's a significant amp draw to power both the router and the satellite head and uh, the motor, all sorts of things. So it all adds up a little bit. In your house amp draw, you probably wouldn't notice it one bit. But when you're riding close to the capacity of your generator and you add that into the system, I think it bogged it down. I think. I haven't got the generator out yet uh, to kind of test run things. There's a bunch of stuff I want to do. I'm systematically kind of running my way through them. Today, uh, I can I can figure out without bogging out my generator if I have too much load to uh, to run on it. So doing that. So yesterday, the first step was to get it all clean, like really clean, take my time. Uh, when I've been icing up and things like that, I've gone up. I didn't have the proper tools. I didn't have thin straighteners. I didn't have a decent brush to to clean out the coils. Um, and I would go up with like a toothbrush and some uh, canned air and get it good enough. Um, this time I wanted to really, really take the time, take the time and um, really clean it out. And then I'll get an amp draw on it. That would be in its best condition right now because I cannot, um, I cannot recharge this AC. It's a closed loop, it's closed system. If it's leaking, I'm fucked and um, it is what it is. But the one thing I could do was clean out the coils, clean out the fins, straighten the fins, get it working as efficiently as possible, uh, cleaned up the, the fans, the blowers and all, everything, kind of uh, cleaned it up, lubed it up and it should be in about as good working order as it can, which, most efficiently will draw the least amount of amperage. So I did that yesterday, got it all cleaned up. Uh, it was gorgeous here yesterday. It was like um, mid to upper 70s, maybe low 80s, low humidity and a nice breeze. Didn't need the air, didn't have to turn it on. And I'm okay with that. I, um, I got it cleaned up. Like I said, I used, I ordered a kit of tools on Amazon, several, several different tools. I think it was five different uh, fin tools came uh all different types all equally um equally could be used on their own but i didn't know what i needed and the kit was like 15 dollars for all the different tools so i ordered them i messed around with all of the different ones saw which ones worked saw which ones um um saw which ones worked best for me what i was doing uh, there were some really good stiff bristle brushes and things like that. And then I also bought a no rinse foaming coil cleaner, uh, big aerosol can. It was fantastic. After I uh, pre-cleaned uh, with the brush and some of the some of the picks that came with the kit, I uh, got the fins as straight as I could uh, without damaging them and uh, then sprayed this foam on. The foam kind of gets in the fins. It eats the dirt and grime away from the coils. I went two rounds on both the, the front and the back coils. We'll see what happens. Um, K-Bong says, what's your amp draw gen head size? Um, I can get up to slow blow up to 20 for a short amount of time, 20 amp. And then, uh, man, if it, if it stays up above 15... I think it's set to to bog out at 15. I can usually pull up to like 17 before it actually does anything. 
and that uh, the air conditioner is pulling like 12 when it's uh, ramped down. So, yeah, um, hopefully when I turn the air conditioner on, that brings it down to maybe 11, 10, uh, or it at least helps with the freezing up and uh, the, the, the temperature of the air coming out. Temp is cold. Um, I don't think it's as cold as it was. I don't think it was running as efficient. It didn't look horribly dirty before I started, but uh, definitely looked cleaner when I was done. So I was excited to get the inside of those coils clean. The only thing, like I said, I was using a toothbrush and uh, condensed air and stuff. So I wasn't really getting deep into those coils. This foaming stuff, uh, I man, it pushed everything out to the outsides. I was able to brush it off. I definitely recommend the stuff. It'll be... Uh, I'll be doing a review of it and item of the day probably at some point if you want to do your own uh, your own air conditioner service like uh, window air or a, a central air be perfectly fine to use for both of those so got that clean that project will continue as I move along and do the troubleshooting and figure out what's going on I will definitely keep you guys updated but uh, cleaned it up cleaned it up got it all put back together and now we wait for it to get warm again I guess and um, We'll see. We'll see going forward. I really think the Starlink is my linchpin in uh, bogging out that generator because that'll throw a good three to four amps consistent uh, between the, the the router and the the satellite head. So, yeah, significant, significant. But the signal is what it is, and I kind of need the signal to uh, do what I'm doing here. So it is what it is. And uh, Corey also needs it to uh, make make the money, honey. Um, uh, what else on the list? Clean out the Berkey filters. I can uh, I can talk about that tomorrow. I think when I head down to uh, do laundry and groceries and uh, tractor supply and everything today, probably going to pick up some of the or one of the uh, item of the day to help my Berkey filters along. We clogged our and we'll talk about the item of the day right now. Item of the day is the Clear 2.0 water filters, uh, inline hose water filters for when you are drawing water into the camper. Uh, you can also use them on your garden hose if you're using it for something. Um, I don't know. It's mainly a camper type of thing. It's usually sold in the camper section, but uh, it pre-filters the water before it goes into my tank. Uh, if I didn't have a Berkey filter, that would be our only water filtration. I have a solids filter, which is a big can, and then a charcoal filter, a one micron charcoal charcoal filter in uh that goes in line with the solids on our trip we run we ran into some super super dirty water some super hard water and it instantly clogged up our uh clear 2.0 and so we were going berkey only i know scary scary uh but it is what you got to do when you got to get water i couldn't get the water to fill the tank it would have taken five hours as slow as it was coming out uh with the clear 2.0 but um, get another one of those. I think what was going on was our Berkey was getting extra coated, extra clogged, extra dirty because I didn't have that pre-filter of the Clear 2.0 in line. Uh, thinking about maybe going a little bigger on the, the pre-filter on the hose, a little bigger micron. I would have to dig in and look at other uh, in-line filters because I think Clear 2.0 and the other comparable filters are all that one micron so more to look into i have plenty of experience with uh, filtration not worried about that between uh, the gas industry the oil industry and uh, all sorts of other maintenance jobs filters were my life for a while so 
research, more research to come. Uh, check those out though, the Clear 2O water filters if you're wanting to uh, have one, uh, just in case. If you want to filter up some drinking water, if you go camping and you use the, the potable water on site and you want to just have it a little cleaner, uh, you want to get the solids out of it, get the get the, the gunk out of it, get the, the bacteria out of it, things of that nature, check out the Clear 2O water filters. Check out the, the specs that are right for you. And uh, there is a link to the blog review of that and the Berkey filter in the video description and the audio description, and also a link to those Clear 2O filters on Amazon. If you don't uh, need any Clear 2O filters, but you're shopping on Amazon today, if you would consider hitting the general Amazon link that is also in the video description. And when you click on that one, go ahead and bookmark it, make it a tab, make it a uh, an icon on your phone screen. Whatever you do, wherever you order your Amazon, consider bookmarking it and clicking it every time you order. Anytime you do that, we get in your in the tracking for you and uh, we get a little kickback on everything you buy. It helps support the Lots Project. Every little bit counts. Again, that is the Clear 2O water filters. Um, interview Monday night was fantastic. Uh, Beate Chalette was on talking about becoming an authority in your field, becoming an authority in your industry, her story, how she got to where she was and, uh, and a little bit of advice. I definitely encourage you to check out the interview and also her stuff and see, uh, see if those two little quizzes and things that she provided links for will help you out. She was great. She was fun to talk to. And I've had a, a decent conversation with her offline too after the interview. So I would definitely check her out for sure, for sure. And I've uh, got an interview coming up again on Thursday night. This is going to be another live one. I uh, had a live uh, booking for Thursday night. I didn't have a pre-recorded set to go. The person was available on Thursday night. I said, let's do it live. So another live one this week. Um, we'll see you then for sure. I want you to make sure you check it out. I will get that all published up and uh, and the link out there for people to share around. Let's go. It's uh, going to be a good day. Like I said, I got to head down to Savannah and uh, and do a bunch of stuff and then get back here and enjoy hanging out with my wife on this lovely Wednesday afternoon and evening. It's supposed to be another great weather day here in Tennessee. I'm going to enjoy it and, uh, and try to stick outside for sure. Sit outside while the laundry is happening. Good idea. Big, 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 big laundry day today. Uh, whole house bedding, all sorts of fun stuff. So be a long one for Brian. Anyway, if you enjoyed the show, please consider sharing it with others. You can find it at thelotsproject.com or on Master Telegram, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Rumble, and Instagram. Be sure to listen on one of your favorite podcast 2.0 value for value podcast players like Podverse or Fountain.fm. Make it a great day, guys, and uh, make it over that hump, and we will talk to you tomorrow.